Well, there you have it. Thank you, uh, Amy Johnson, for doing that interview among four wonderful women here at Victory Church. And uh, we want you to know on this special Mother's Day, I want to offer a prayer for for all you moms. Uh, You know, unless you've ever walked in the shoes of a woman, uh, it'd be be, uh, hard to understand some of the challenges Number one, all you men out there, could you imagine having to walk around in high heels all day long? I mean, that'd be a killer for me. Just unbelievable. And uh, to have to do that and then have to cake the makeup on, I mean, in your, under your eyes and eyelash, all that goes with it. And then, you know, have to take care of the, of the babies and that all that goes with it, with it. And so we honor all our women and on this Mother's Day. And women get themselves into some unusual circumstances. I'm reminded of the 85-year-old woman who had a date with a 92-year-old man. And, you know, she was all happy. He's 92, she's 85. And, and she came back uh, after not being on loan. She lived with her daughter and she was quite upset. And the daughter said, Mom, why are you so upset? And she said, I want you to know I had to slap that old man three times. She said, Mom, what did he try to do to you? She said, nothing. But I thought he died three times and I had to slap him. Well, you just never know what, uh, you never know what what you're going to get into in life. Here's what I want you to know. I want this day to be a special day. The leadership and the thousands that are a part of Victor Church want you to know, ladies, that you are well deserving of any honor that's bestowed upon you today. So I'm going to pray. Would you let's pray. Father, in your name, we just thank you today for every lady. We know that in every church, often women carry the major portion of responsibility in getting the job done. We know that, uh, as some have said, a woman's work is never done. And, and we're going to agree with that. And any man in his right mind would say amen to that. Because there is no other answer that he could defend properly and come out a winner. I pray now that you would bless every family. May all the children and spouse remember to honor the special lady. May everybody remember if their mother is, is still breathing and alive here on earth that, that honor them. A phone call. Do something. So today... We don't know what every person might be going through, but here's what we know. This prayer is suffice enough to say, God, you intervene in whatever area of life needs to be intervened in. And Lord, we pray that we, those of us who are alive here, we pray we will make this day special for the women in our lives, God. And we pray that that will take place and we give you honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Well, we're in the series that's, uh, you know, entitled Go, and today we're going to talk about being an encourager. And uh, as a result of that, and it being Mother's Day, I've kind of woven in, as God would permit me to do, about women. So it is a message on encouraging and being an encourager and those kind of things. But let's see what God will, in fact, uh, say to us in the message You know, it's a day of encouragement. I would dare say that most of the time, the best encouragement often would come from a mom. 
often the little children will run and of course and uh, believe that mama can give them that encouragement and a wise woman of course uh, the bible says she is a helpmeet to her husband and those kind words to a husband to give him a word of encouragement is so appreciated because i believe well here's what i know not just what i believe that men were created out of the dust of the earth now that's that's lawn talk yard talk is you were created out of dirt, all of us, those of us here that are men. But a woman was created out of the side of men, and, uh, and that says that she's more greatly defined and fine-tuned than a man. And as, uh, as a result of that, that's why, that's why we honor them. And that's why that in the woman, I think you see a better reflection of God and His love and His encouragement than you might see in the average male individual. And we know that sometimes, sometimes in life, life will push you down. I mean, it will just push you. For example, on your job, you might be facing a, a task in your boss. You've t- taken it to your boss, and he might look at that and, and think, well, that, that's not good enough. you got to go back and, and do it again. Or, or just maybe, you know, you, you look at yourself and you say, God, I've not, I'm not, I'm not had the breaks that other people have. And Lord, I look at our friends and they're on their second vacation and we haven't even had one yet. I look at my other friend and they just got a job promotion and I haven't had one in, in forever. And I, I hear my friends talking and, and they celebrated their anniversary at a, at a great uh, restaurant and actually went, got the food in these days that we're in and took it home. And wow, it was, it was a big time costly meal. What do we have around here? It's kind of like bologna all the time with mayonnaise and bread and those kind of things. And yet in the midst of that, if you're not careful, when you look at those kind of things and you look at what you don't have, you can get discouraged. But God calls on all of us not to be discouraged, but to be encouraged. And then not only to be encouraged, but to be an encourager. And he gave us a great example in the women. Women encourage more frequently than than men do. And that's just the way that it is. We know that God is an encouraging God. Would you say that with me? God is an encouraging God. Thank you for doing that. The Apostle Paul is one of our focus today, and it's found in 2 Corinthians, the seventh chapter, verse number five. Here's what it says. It says, when we arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for us. Get this now, we face conflict from every direction. That's 360 with battles on the outside and fear on the inside. Settle down. Think about it. Everybody's coming after you, up, below, around. You've got battles on the outside you're having to fight. And then you've got inside fear that's taking place, and it might cause you to say, I just feel I just want to pull my hair out. I just want to hide under a cover and pull the cover over my head and not wake up for just a little while. But may I suggest to you, that's where a lot of our culture live today. And then when you have the COVID-19, that makes it even worse. You thought, I'm, I'm, I'm having to be here in the house. I can't get up and run and do and go as I want to and those kind of things. And it brings depression. It brings discouragement. If you not know it, you can become a victim more than a victor. 
But in the midst of all this, God gives us the opportunity to say you can rise above it. And you know who often the most positive person in the household is? Is oh mom, mom. Mom steps to the plate and gives those encouraging words and says, hey, this too shall pass. And, and here it is. She gets in the word. She, she loves God. And we know that Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 7, verse number 6, after verse 5, it said, okay, we got battles on every side, and we know that we've got fear on the inside. And then he says, but God. Say that with me, y'all. But God. But God. You know what that means? There is a bridge of hope that God created in the midst of your trauma, in the midst of your fear, in the midst of your challenge. But God, there is, there is hope. Well, what was this all about? Paul was discouraged, and God said, I'm going to send Titus to you, Paul, to give you a word of encouragement. I'm going to send you someone you had no idea that they're coming and they're going to be used, and it's going to be Titus, a spiritual comrade in sharing the kingdom of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There are many times in our lives when, when we're hurting and we don't know which way to go. We have decisions that we don't have answers to, particularly now. And I heard someone say the other day, I am fed up with this COVID-19. Well, you just keep confessing that. And you know what will happen? You'll get more fed up. I'm just fed up. You know what you can do is someone can encourage another and say, you know what, in the midst of all of this, God is teaching me some things that, that apparently that I needed to learn. Or maybe you're facing financial challenge, or maybe you're just afraid. Am I going to lose my job? Are we going to be able to make ends meet? Is there, is there going to be enough food from, from what we're going through today as God, are we going to be able to make it? And then God sends support. And it's through the preaching of the gospel. It's through other friends who've determined to be encouragers. And in the lives of many people, my friend, here it is. It's mom that steps to the plate. The apostle Paul was feeling hopeless and discouraged. I've been there. You've been there. Titus comes along and he says, Paul, remember who you are. Paul, remember, I brought you fresh vision. Paul, I brought you fresh anointing. You've been in the battle. People are after you from every side. But I want you to know God's got this. God is there to help you. And if we forget that, we're going to miss God's blessing as it comes by. And here's what I know. Think about this. Encouragement is a two-way street. That's right. Encouragement is a two-way street. Sometimes we need to be encouraged. Somebody say amen. I know y'all are out there. We need to be encouraged. Oh, we're not going to go around and say, somebody encourage me. Somebody reach out to me, please. Somebody give me an encouraging word. We're not going to do that. But then not only do we sometimes need encouragement, but here's the other side. We need to encourage. And here's what I found out. The more that you encourage the more that you encourage others, the more encouraged you are. Wow. The more encouraged that you do in giving others encouragement, the more encouraged you are. That's a Facebook post right there. Get it right when you post it. We know that there are many of you ladies that are here. You thought about encourage. Man, you don't know what kind of day I'm having to put up with right now. I'm having to be, I'm having to be tutor to my kids. 
I'm, I'm having to do all the things around the house. I'm having to, to work the job that I work of, which I am thankful to God for. But I, life is really a rough way to go. Well, here's what I know. Being a mom is a 24-7. And here's something else I know. We're going to post that. It said, that's why little kids often run to mommy when they need a helping hand. Help me, mommy. Or they need a nursing hand. Or they need an encouraging hand. Mom understands why. Because I think created in every woman, I think it came right straight from God, is that gift of encouragement. And sometimes it's nothing more than a hug. A little boy goes to his mom. Mom puts her arms around him and hugs him. Oh, sweetheart. And oh, dad's sitting over there. You know, let him loose. You know, he's, he's a kid. He needs to toughen up. You don't need to be hugging him all the time. I mean, he's tough. You know, son, go over there, you know, get, get away. But that's how dads think often. Some dads do. But mom said, uh, 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 uh. I want to give him the hug of affirmation. And those that are older, that means that you've kind of got kids of your own now, like these precious ladies that you saw in the video a while ago. And you're in that phase of production. I mean, I got I to gotta make time to, I got to bail hay as long as the sun is shining. And as a result of that, there's a lot of stress that goes with it, a lot of tension. And sometimes all it takes is an encouragement is a smile or a handshake or, or, or a kind word. I, I'm reminded of the story of a minister, an individual that I know, and he would go to the lobby, had a pretty large church, and he'd go to the lobby and try to greet as many people as he could, and uh, sometimes as they were coming in, and he looked up, and uh, people were coming in, and this uh, young woman uh, came toward him. He looked, uh, she, she was pleasant looking, and, and others were standing around the pastor, and she came up and shook his hand, and when she shook his hand, she said, you know what, I, I, I can't believe that I am shaking your hand. You're the pastor. I can't believe that I've got this close to you. And he says, well, what is your name? And she said, my name is Melody. Melody. He said, well, Melody, thank you so much for coming and uh, want you to know that you are most welcome here. And, and you see me, you can shake my hand anytime. I'm humble that you would say that. A couple weeks later, lady walked in, same woman, did not look the same. Hair dishuffled, and because the beauty salons had not been open, no colors available, no manicure, the nails are in horrible shape. It's just horrible out there. She came in. She's bent over as if she had something on her shoulders. He saw her. She wasn't coming directly toward him, but he wanted to intercept her. So went over, and he thought, wow hey how are you doing welcome back she says well thank you he said you look you look burdened she said i i'm not well today he's saying god what is her name because he was an individual like me that's not real good with remembering names and he said god let me remember her names and a bullet through the holy spirit from the holy spirit hit him and said melody melody he said melody Melody, thank you so much. I'll be praying. She just went to weeping and crying. She reached and hugged, and she just uncontrollable weeping. And he thought, my Lord, have mercy. She's going to mess up my suit with all that, all those tears. 
I don't know that he thought that. I have a time or two, but at any rate, he said, what's wrong? She said, I came to church today to give church one last shot. This afternoon, my intentions are to commit suicide. But I came in today and said, God, I'm going to give church one last shot. And when you call my name, Pastor, it's almost like the Holy Spirit said to me, I know who you are. I know your name. She said, you've given me hope. You will never understand what it meant for you to just call my name. Pastor went on and finished the story up. And he said, I'm here to tell you that God miraculously healed her. And God repositioned her. And today, she's a strong woman in leadership doing a lot of wonderful things and and actually represent Almighty God very, very well. But I can take you back to the place to where God gave me her name and I remembered it. And I shook her hand and that was the thing that brought encouragement to her. You see, you and I, we may never, never know. You can read the Bible. Hopefully you do every day. And a verse jumps out that you've read a hundred times before. And all of a sudden, it gives you that word of encouragement. You say, wow, that's, that, that's unbelievable. Or maybe you're on your knees in prayer, and, and you're praying. You say, God, I need an answer. And all of a sudden, God gives you a supernatural answer that brings encouragement to you. And you just know, my prayer hasn't been answered yet. But boy, God, you gave me a word of encouragement. I know that prayer is going to be answered. So I want to give you three little points, and here they are. Number one, encourage others daily. Say that with me. Encourage others daily. Listen carefully. Think about it. Encourage. Why? Because we are bombarded with discouragement. We are bombarded every day with failed plans. We are bombarded every day with negative voice and negative speech. And so what are we to do? We are to encourage one another on a daily basis. Well, all you moms out there, you women, you know, you, you know what it is to need encouragement. You think about this with me. Mom goes and makes the same beds every single day. She, of course, goes to the same kitchen, pulls out the same pots and pans, cleans up the same floor over and over again, cleans out the fridge over and over again. If she hasn't trained her husband well, she takes the garbage out over and over again. Then it's time to take those little dirty bodies that she calls children, put them in the tub. She almost has to put her bathing suit on because they're going to splash water everywhere. She's going to do it. And if you work for out in a full-time job, you come home in the evening you don't head to the television you ladies of course go and you say I got to start something up because people are saying I'm hungry I, I need something to eat and you work then you help clean up the kitchen and before you know it's eight o'clock and you start over again and women have that routine that they go through and often no one is thinking might be important to tell her that we appreciate the beds that she makes. You might have a friend that's going through a trial and you're close enough to them. You ought to be able to see when they're discouraged and you might give them that encouraging word. Hebrews 3.13, but encourage one another daily, every single day. And when God places someone on your heart, you might just want to text them a message. 
and said, the Lord just placed you on my heart. I want you to know I'm praying for you. You said, well, what if I've got a bunch of burdens on my own and I'm going to reach out and pray for someone else? Did you miss what I said a while ago? Often when you encourage others, you become encouraged. You see, I promise you that the spiritual enemy never lets down on his job, and that is to break us down and to take us like a wet rag and twist us and cause us to feel like that we are a nobody. God still is on the throne, and may we encourage one another on a daily basis, and we can do it today. So what do we do on this Mother's Day? Do something. Dote on mom. Dote on your spouse. Number two, encourage others spiritually. Go ahead and say that. Encourage others spiritually. Y'all not doing that out there. I see you in the living room. You're watching on that one. My mother's watching today on a 65-inch smart television, you know, that my brother and sister-in-law bought her. And she's looking right now. So, Mom, happy Mother's Day. So I'm going to dote on her in a special way. Sharon, of course, is watching. Happy Mother's Day. My daughters, but what is the point? You want to encourage others spiritually. Well, what's the difference in encouraging others on a daily basis and encourage on a, on a, in a spiritual basis? Well, spiritually, you know, often gives people hope. Somebody remodels their home. You go look at it and love the paint colors, love this, love that. You, you, you can encourage not only a spirit, but, but hey, do you know the beauty salons and the nail salons and the techs all going to be open tomorrow? Did you know that? You're going to get your color back. You are. You're going to get your color back, and it's going to happen tomorrow. Thank God. I want to encourage you, get there as quickly as you can. God will bless you. But you say, when they get that hair done, you know what you do? You say, man, you look better than ever. How wonderful is that? Now listen, Paul writes in Romans, Romans 1.10, in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now, at last, by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to some spiritual gift to make you strong. Well, what is a spiritual gift? It's uh, he's coming to give them a spiritual gift, he says. He's coming to lift them up. He's coming to encourage them. He's coming not to point out their mistakes, He's coming to give an expression of praise for the things that, that they have done right. I'm bringing a spiritual gift. I want to encourage the inside of you. And the Bible says that we're accountable to our Heavenly Father, but we're also accountable to one another. So if I'm going to encourage you daily, then I want to help you spiritually. If I see one of my friends or my brothers... That's down spiritually. What do I want to do? I want to lift them up. If I see them kind of lagging as it relates their attendance to church, I want to call them up and encourage them spiritually. If I see their family in trauma, I want to be a person that helps bring peace. I don't want to sit by. If I know they don't have a job, I want to say, hey, we're, we're accountable to one another. I want, to, I want to help you out with what God has blessed me with. You see, if we have an acute eye, on other people, we can bless them spiritually that encourages them more than just general encouragement. 
Romans 1.12, that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. In other words, I want my faith, my example of hope, to encourage you. I don't want you to look at me and say, man, what's the use? So-and-so, just not par anymore spiritually. I want my faith to encourage your faith. So we hold one another accountable. Individual that I know is a Bill Hybels, uh, his, his hero. But he had a chance to join Bill at what's called the Global Leadership Summit. And he just had a private time with Bill Hybels, Greg did. And he said, and we got there because it, Hybels had been his hero and Hybels knew it. And Hybels said, you know, Greg, I want to let you know something. You're pastoring now one of the leading churches in America you probably minister to more people on Sunday morning in your churches than anyone else. And that's wonderful. But Bill said to Greg, that's not what I want to say to you this morning. I appreciate your accomplishments. But the thing that I'm most proud of is that you have become a greater man of God than ever I'm proud that you've not allowed your great success to hinder you. Your humility is still strong. I'm grateful that you're a great dad. I'm thankful that you're a great father. I'm thankful that you're a great leader. And I want you to know that no matter what you've done as it relates to your church growth, the thing that I'm most proud of is your spiritual growth. Now, that is spiritual encouragement to that individual. Greg said, wow, I feel good about that. To come from my hero to say, I'm just living the life. And he said, but I could never be a great dad, a great husband, a great provider, except my wife was a partner with me. Remember that, everyone. You see, we impart to our family we impart to our family spiritual lessons. And I know that you can teach your sons how to mow grass and how to do a lot of different things. And you ladies can teach your daughters how to cook. But the most impartation that most women give is that spiritual impartation. They know that if they need prayer, they usually can call mom just a phone call away and know that something good. There are many men today and many sons and daughters who are standing tall today because mom found a prayer closet and prayed for them over and over again and without their knowledge built spiritual muscle to become who they are today finally encourage yourself in the lord that's a good word said encourage yourself in the lord and one of the most spiritual things that you can do is to encourage yourself Daniel one time was extremely distressed in 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter. And here's what the Bible said. It said they were talking about stoning him. I mean, you think you had a bad day. What if all the reports that you get on Facebook, on text, on Instagram, hey, there's a group headed your way and they've got rocks in their hands. They're going to stone you. They're going to do that. And Daniel thought, I, I'll tell you what, I didn't sign up for this. All I've done is to live the gospel, to teach the word. It's all I've done, but he was discouraged. And the Holy Spirit spoke and said, there's not anyone out there right now 
that you can call a friend. Encourage yourself. And I say to you, God's given us that same opportunity. You've had a bad day. Well, you learn to encourage yourself. Here's what the Bible says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Daniel did it. David did it. And we know that it is possible. Sometimes there's no one to call. Sometimes the worship CDs are not available. What do you do when you're distressed? And here's what happens. The devil makes you think it's down from here all the way. You'll never rise up. But I know in whom I have believed, you're a spiritual encourager. You encourage yourself. You encourage yourself in the Lord. Let me give you just a few pointers here for a moment. Here's how you do that. You know that your God will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. Be encouraged. You know If God is for you, who can be against you? You know that you're an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. You know that all things work together for the good of those who love Almighty God. For what the devil meant for evil, God means for good. You know He is the Alpha and the Omega and the beginning and the end. You know that He, our Heavenly Father, has the last word. He is at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us now and no matter what your name might mean your name is written in the lamb's book of life for all of eternity and you have to remember that sometimes it's not god's will that you in fact go over and go under and around sometimes it's god's will for you to go through and you raise your shoulders and you hear him say i promise never to leave you nor forsake you You see, it is possible in the natural to encourage yourself. He's promised there will come a time and you'll look back on your life. And you won't say, I don't know how I made it. Do you know why you won't say that? You'll say, I did make it. And I made it all because of God. All because of God and the quietness of my own spiritual dilemma. I just began to rely on the Holy Spirit. You ladies listen to that. It's Mother's Day today, but it'll pass. And there'll be times that you'll feel loneliness and separated and feeling unneeded. But He never forgets you. So on that job of trying to earn a living, living, so what? You've been laid off, fired, whatever you want to say. That's not the end of the story. You encourage yourself and know that God has a better plan and a better place and a higher level of potential than you could have managed if you've been engaged in what you have been doing. We pull ourselves together and we lean on Almighty God. For you moms... You're the antidote when your children need encouragement. You're the faithful counselor. When you notice something's not right on the face of your son or daughter or your husband, and you offer a compliment. And today, on this special day, I want to say to all the Victory family that we love you. And this is the day that the Lord has made just for you. 
And it's a special day that we honor and love our ladies, their moms. We want them to know, but to the whole church family. And to that one who might be depressed and discouraged, and you know what that's like. May God give you hope. May God give you a blessing. May God give you a word that brings encouragement to do on this day by the grace of God. Let's bow. Father, in your name, I thank you today because I know that a lot of people need encouragement. I know that a lot of individuals are going through a lot with COVID-19, but this too will pass. It will. It will. I don't know what the new norm is, but the reality is I'm not looking for the old norm. I'm looking for a new norm, and whatever that is, I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to live it out, and I'm going to take what it is that you give us, and we're going to make it happen by the grace of God. But there may be some here right now listening. They're in their car, they're in the living room, or in the kitchen, and they're watching with other family members, and maybe they know in their heart of hearts they haven't led on. They haven't led on that. They just need an uplift. They just need a word of encouragement. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pray this prayer. I'm going to ask every one of you to pray it. You, you can pray it out loud if you like right there at home or, or maybe wherever you're at. Just say, Pastor, I'd just like to pray it in my heart. Some of you have lost a family member lately and it's been difficult. And you're a believer and you're a follower and you know that, but it's still difficult. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to let's repeat this prayer. Here we go. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Sometimes my faith has been weak. Sometimes my faith has been absent. Sometimes I've been discouraged. Sometimes I've said I'm giving up. Sometimes I've been pitiful. And today, I'm asking for forgiveness. Restore in me a right spirit. Restore in me an encouraging spirit. Restore hope to me. And let me not look at what I don't have. But let me see what I do have. And as I do that, I can only praise you. So I worship you. And I thank you for your forgiveness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God's been good. I want to say God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. Don't forget Wednesday night, 630. We'll be sharing with you. I love you, everybody. God bless you. We're going to worship. Don't leave. Here we go. One more time. Come on, let's join together this morning. May his favor. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations in your family in your children and their children their children may his presence go before you and behind
God for Jesus. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. Join us back here this coming Wednesday for our next online experience. Have an incredible day. God bless you guys. Thank you for being online today. If you decided to follow Jesus, congratulations. You've just made the best decision of your life. Take a moment to post a comment wherever you are watching the service or text us at 863-400-1226 and let us know how we can celebrate with you and help you through the next steps in your faith journey. To all of the mothers, thank you for all that you do. We hope you have an incredible day. We'll see you online again Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. for our midweek service.